everybody, and welcome to the Game by Show podcast. It's your favorite podcast for December the 5th, 2022. This evening, my friends, it's just Jeremy and I. My name's Legrand. That's Jeremy. Hey. Say hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hey. If uh, you are fortunate enough, fortunate enough, before, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Okay. <laughs> but uh, if you were, uh, if you were uh, fortunate enough to be watching us on the YouTube, you will see what handsome gentleman, uh, gentleman Jeremy is. You'll be able to match, match the voice to this very uh, devilishly handsome it's young man, it's Jeremy Lamont. And you'll be able to see my crazy hair and my messy office. You know what? I think uh, Legrand, in and of himself, is sort of classically handsome. Like, there are statues, uh, the Caesars, carved out of marble, uh, here for you colorized on the Game Bite Show podcast. L listen, the, the Greek were eating a lot more healthy than, than Legrand. <laughs> let's, let's just say that. You know what I heard once? I don't know if this is true, but I heard an art per like an art know-it-all or something say that you know we always think of the of the old statues like being very like you know classy and you know ooh, that white is so. But I, apparently they like painted them up all gaudy, and the paint has just like worn off now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard. I don't know if that's actually true, but I've heard that before. That we that's we probably we true. didn't have better taste back in the day than we do today. Like, oh, look at these beautiful white marble statues. Like, no, they used to be ugly. <laughs> See, what that means, though, is that the second in line for the for the high points of art and culture and humanity now is Lisa Frank Trapper Keepers, because that was the number two. It was like the Greek statues, the Greek and Roman sculptures, Lisa Frank. Now that we know that that was gaudy, Lisa Frank is the... Uh, no problem. The high watermark. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci himself designed Trapper Keepers. He, he actually was the creator. He's the inventor of the Trapper Keeper, that, if I recall. Originally, it was called the uh, Da Vinci Document uh, Holder, I guess. Yeah, I, le I learned about that in Assassin's Creed 2. That's pretty great. That You know, that, that education mode is really helpful. Like, it, it lets you know about all these little tidbits. Hey, I uh, I, I liked the, uh, the new Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. What did you think of it? Did you watch it? Yes. What do you think? Sure, don't remember anything about it. I remember the Rainbow Road. Okay, yep. So they're making reference I to remember, that. I remember. I remember Mario talking more. Yep. Mario also gets remember, beat up by Donkey Kong. So there's. A Smash I remember seeing Donkey Kong. Yeah, kind of I saw Donkey Kong. Yeah. It seems like uh, they're teeing up like a multiverse Nintendo thing. Right. Right. Because right, Peach talks about the many galaxies and stuff. So there's mm -hmm. a Super Mario Galaxy reference. They're kind of bringing everything in. Uh, Mario types a lot. He teaches some typing in this trailer. Uh, he goes missing. I, I think they I think they probably should have left that stuff for the sequel. They should have developed, you know, the characters a little bit more before they jumped into the multiverse. How how many movies do you think this franchise is going to get in theaters before it starts going straight to uh, home release? They'll keep making them as long as people go watch them. Yeah, you think they're going to get And I think that people won't people won't stop going to watch them. There's a lot of movies that well, let's, be, let's let's be honest. Movies go to theaters, and then within now, what, six weeks, they're on streaming somewhere? HBO or Rent? I, I think or... we're finally getting uh, Top Gun Maverick. That's been out for a while, dude. Well, you've been able to get it. Like, I bought it, but I'm talking about, like, on, you know, like, free. Oh, like, free streaming? Yeah, like, yeah. HBO or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's free streaming. But, uh, yeah, yeah I did. I, I bought that one uh, as soon as it came out, because that's how I watched it. I did not see it in theaters, but uh, still good. Still good, still good. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, speaking of seeing Top Gun in theaters... I know that you, Doctor, you have your nice sound system at your house. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't here last week, but my Black Friday purchase was a um, 
was a new uh, was a sound setup for a TV. Like, nice. I've never had an actual good sound system. That's exciting. At, at, at my house. That's super. So cool. I bought a. Uh, it was on sale at Costco, but I have a 5.2. Whoa. Uh, Dolby Atmos system. I, I was just gonna ask if it was an Atmos. With like a $500 receiver that I bought with it and a big ass subwoofer, so it's the the point one is the sub and the point two is the Atmos. Oh, that's interesting. And uh, so, what is that? So, is that something you put in the ceiling, or what's the? So, so it's actually pretty cool. So I got the the big tall like uh, three or four foot tall speakers. Mm -hmm. They come tomorrow, by the way. Okay. I ordered them on Black Friday. They come tomorrow. Okay. So it's like a, like a four foot tall those little uh, speakers, and then they actually have a little speaker that sits on top that's pointed at the ceiling at an angle. And it reflects off the ceiling to get you that above you sound. Huh. That is interesting. And that's the way that and that's like that's like across the board. If you aren't putting speakers in your ceiling, that's the way that they do it. Like how every brand that? has speakers like that. So point the ceiling. you'll have to let me know how that's that works, because it seems like that's, that's the kind of thing that they would they would do it and then you'd be like, nah. Like I can't really tell. I I, I don't know, and I mean I I bought so they're Klipsch speakers, which are high end. Yeah. It's like a $2,500 system that I did not pay $2,500 for. Right. But it's because uh, it was Black Friday and it was Costco, so it was like hella deal. Right, but, right, right. Um, those Atmos speakers with the. So they're, they're, it's actually a built in speaker. The tall four foot speaker actually has the Atmos built in as part of the speaker. So it's all one unit. Mm -hmm. So you actually connect two sets of speaker wires to the back of the one speaker one for the Atmos and one for the. How does it work that whatever. you would aim sound up that you wouldn't hear it straight, but you would hear it bounce reflected off the. Is it like faster sound? How does it. I. I <laughs> sounds pretty damn fast, but, dude. Yeah. I, I think sound when it's traveling two meters is actually pretty quick. That's, that's pretty instantaneous. <laughs> That's so I, I mean, I mean, uh, I, I don't know, and I, I wonder if any games support of, that. All of the major, all the major, um, you know, speaker makers like have this type of setup for yeah. Atmos. If huh. you're if you're not if you're not drilling, you know, ceiling speakers in, then right, this is right, the way. Right. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if I mean something like Top Gun might might be good with that. Are we, yeah, oh I, bet, gosh, I bet like God yeah. of War. I bet God of War Ragnarok would support. It. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. I haven't looked it up to see what like the PS5 or the Xbox supports or whatever. But the first movie that we're watching on it is Die Hard. That's what we decided. Nice. <laughs> and then you, my, you son my son wants to watch fall Bullet Train from the top. That's right. My son wants to watch Bullet Train. Bullet Train it, is great. Is it good? It's, okay. It's <laughs> way like I wish I had picked it up. I wish I had gone to it in the theater. It's really good. It's it's like okay. the uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. I really liked it. Is, is it okay for a 13-year-old? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably okay for your 13-year-old. It's, it's probably fine. I mean, there's, you know, language okay. and violence and stuff like that. I mean, it's like a Tarantino well, he, movie. He, he came and found me. He's like, Dad, we got to watch this. Look, Bullet Train's on Netflix or something. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know that was on your radar, son. But I, I will totally. I'm like, let's wait. Because he wanted to watch it, like, yesterday. I'm like, dude, let's wait until the speakers are in. Then we'll watch it with the big system. It's, and it's got kind of that Brad Pitt goofy hitman and also like, a, you know how Tarantino always like had the great soundtracks to his, he always picked like these licensed yeah, tracks. Yeah. It's, it's got that. It's got all of that, but it's 2022 oh, cool. now. So I think you'll like it. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brad Pitt in the uh, the Hollywood movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Did you ever see that? I Another Night I in Hollywood or? No. Anyway, he was really good in that that movie. He was One... like, it was him and Leonardo DiCaprio were like the main characters. Wow, how about that? Yeah, he, he can be he can be in good movies when uh, when the situation calls for it. So yeah, I do I do like Bullet Train. It's good. Yeah, cool man. Well, good. I'm excited now to watch it because I, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, like, you'll you'll like it. I think you'll enjoy it. Let it, let us know. Give us an update on good, the good. Game Byte Show uh, movie movie cast. 
I will uh, do, and I'm excited to set up my speaker system tomorrow. I got my whoa. subwoofer already, because I ordered the subwoofer directly from Clips. Oh, I was going to say. Don't I? I got the receiver already, because it came via UPS, and wow. then the other things have to be delivered via Costco <laughs> freight. The, the logistical so, systems of the, of the world are... are yeah, no, it's, called, it's, it's actually called Costco Logistics, and so they actually like, hey... We have a 13-hour window tomorrow where we may show up with your stuff, and I'm like, okay, well, okay. That's so great. anyway, I'm pretty, Wonderful. I'm pretty excited. I, again, it's been a long time. I've had like shitty sound bars for ever, right? Yeah. Like, really low-end, $150 sound, sound bar, good. crappy. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to crank nice. it up and. Um, I actually something interesting that I did notice is I so I hooked all my devices up to the receiver already and the receiver pipes into the TV right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the receiver is actually an 8k receiver so it's it's a pretty top of the line whatever it's, it's all the pixels nice in your audio and I did notice and and maybe I'm maybe I'm seeing something <laughs> weird but it seemed like when the PlayStation was running through the receiver uh -huh. that the picture was clearer than when it was plugged directly into the TV, and I don't know why. You know, just make sure that your cables are all up to spec, too, because you can have oh, like, bought, great hardware. I, and then... I bought high-end cables, too. I did that, so nice. I have all that, too. Nice, nice. I'm ready to go, man. Like, I'm... This has been a long time coming, so... Uh, Welcome to the future. Yeah, it's it's about damn time. That's what I have to say about Welcome that. Welcome to the future. The, the, all, the other plan is to make sure that the kids um, have a cool place to hang out, you know, so yeah. that when they're with their buddies and their teenagers, that they are in a, a place to right know where they're at in their VCs. Right. That's all. Right. I think that's a great that idea. Is, that is the ultimate goal of this, because technically, you know, whatever. But yeah. I mean, I am excited for it. So Nice. That's nice. Anyway, I've got a bunch of video games to talk about. All right. Um, I got a couple quick mentions. Okay. Well, it depends on how much you want me to talk about any of these, any one of these items. All right. Okay. Uh, first of all, I got I got my 3DS sitting right here. Nice. All it's right. Back in business. I, I got a little uh, I got a little uh, grip. Wow. A little rubberized grip for it, which makes it way those. better. It makes it way easier to hold. Uh, anyway, guess what I'm running on my 3DS? Take a wild guess. Uh, Super Mario Paper. What's the other Paper Jam one? The sticker. You are way off. It's I'm called Pokemon off. Sun. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was bored, and I was sitting there, and I wanted a game to sit in my bed and play, and I pulled out Pokemon. Anyway, I don't have a lot to say about it, but I'm playing Pokemon. I mean, now's the time. I mean, Pokemon is big right now, so you're... I have played more Pokemon, Pokemon on this 3DS, and by that I mean I've played like an hour and a half right. or less <laughs> than, on any, than other... on any other Pokemon release of all time. Nice. So uh, that that's that's on its way. Uh, I, um, I have a friend of mine who just landed a job at Blizzard Entertainment. Uh-huh. And uh, he told me his first day was today. And he was like, yo, I got they gave me a free copy of World of Warcraft and I got a free copy of Diablo and I got all this Blizzard balance that I can spend on whatever. And it's like part of my job to play video games now at a certain time of the day. Wow. And we get together and play games as a team and stuff. And I'm like, OK, cool. Like, well, what are you going to play? You're going to play WoW, dude, because he has WoW uh -huh. and he's never played it. And and so I'm like, well, because World of Warcraft Dragonflight came out. I think last week, last week, yeah. last week it came out and I know nothing about it. I saw like the launch trailer. Anyway, long story short, I uh, subscribed to WoW. Oh, <laughs> gosh. And, and I, I, don't, I think it's going to be like I normally play, which is fairly single player right. casual. I haven't told any of my friends that I'm playing it oh, wow. aside from this one friend of mine who now works at Blizzard. Game Byte Show exclusive. Legrand is playing World of so, Warcraft again. And so I'm not, so it's not going to be anything hardcore, but I did play, I have played maybe like three hours of that. And it's World of Warcraft. 
and it's fine. And now and you can fly class. around anywhere you want, right? Isn't that like the main thing about it now? Yeah, so you can launch up into the air uh, and you have this really fast mount. Or if you're a dragon, they added a new race of dragon men and they fly around really fast and they can transform into humans as well because, well, World of Warcraft. Uh, anyway. Do they so. have enough new lore and content now that we can get a uh, Warcraft 4, do you think? Warcraft, you know, where are they going to pick it up? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I have no I have no idea where that series has gone. I mean, I know you and Dale talk about it and you're like, oh, yeah. And then this dragon like went to the underworld and they I'll got listen, this big sword. I, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's fine. It's fine. I, I mean, it's fine. It's more World of Warcraft. Let's just say that. Right. But it has been pretty engaging up to this point. There's a new class, which I'm playing the new race, the dragon people, which I'm playing. And uh, we'll see how long I last. I, I did uh, have Blizzard balance left over from when I got out of WoW last time. So it didn't cost me much to get spun up again. Yeah. And well, here we are, friends. So I don't have a lot to say about that. Maybe maybe in a future episode. Uh, on top of that, um, Call of Duty DMZ came out a okay. couple weeks ago. Right. And I think I think we need to talk about this a little bit because it's very something very, very interesting and cool. Um, now, it, first that, of all, is it different from the other stuff they've done for for because uh, this yes. is this is the this is the battle royale PVE type thing. It's not right? even a battle royale. No, it's, um, okay. it's more of a so there's a, there's a genre of hardcore shooter games with high risk, high reward games such as Hunt Showdown, such as. Uh, uh, Marauders is one that just came out in early access. Escape from Tarkov. Um, there's another one that I've been playing a little bit. That's a kind of future themed. But anyway, the whole point of these games is that you build a loadout of gear that you have. Mm -hmm. You drop into a map. You do a bunch of stuff. You find a bunch of more gear. You maybe kill some guys. And then you try to get to an extraction point and get out at the same time. Okay. Um, there is no circle that encloses, so okay. there's not a battle royale in that sense, and that there's not fight until there's one person left. You just drop in with another whole, who knows, I don't even know how many people drop in at any given moment. You drop in, you engage with the world, and then you get out. So it's like the, uh, what was the, the dark zone in, uh... Uh, okay, yeah, th there's, there's another, there's another corollary. Well, so, I'm trying to remember what that, what that game is called. Uh, uh, Division. Division, the Division, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's another one where you kind of get in, you're in there, there's NPCs, there's like, you know, bad guy AI, there's um, items to find, there's weapons to find, there's stuff to do, there's little quests to take on, and there's also other players that are trying to do the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there's only a handful of little extraction points around the map, and when you trigger an extraction point, people can see smoke flying, so you kind of know where people are, Um and uh, it's a it's a pretty good one of those. Like, there's a lot. I mean, Hunt Showdown is this type of game. Like, you get in, you find stuff, you kill a boss, you get a bounty, and you try to get out right before anyone else kills right. you and takes your stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, so all these games are kind of that same style, except for this doesn't have like the circle, like you know, or the there's not there's nothing that's really driving people to right. fight. Um, aside from the other than the greed of the because if they were like, oh, you're yeah, extracting, yeah. they think you've got some good stuff. They're going to go get you and then extract themselves. Right. Exactly. Um, and so when you drop into the map, there's a number of little points on the map that you can go and start quests and you can kind of get like, oh, you need to go and pick up this briefcase or go kill this high value target or go and actually find this other enemy team and kill them. 
Um, oh. And, and so, so, there, so you there can have like a mission these, against other players. Yes, and when you pick up one of those, you have like three minutes to find, track them down and kill them. They're alerted that they're somebody's trying to come kill you right and but they don't know where you are but you know exactly where they're on the map and so mm. their goal is to hold out for a few minutes or fight you off and your goal is to kill them and if you kill them you get a reward you get money you can spend the money on on weapons and whatever you extract with into the out of the game weapons and things like that you can bring back into the game um on your next round and do it all over again right right uh on top of that there's a whole progression system with different factions that will give you quests which kind of drive you to do different things around the map so pick up a quest from one of the factions that says hey go in and extract with like five grenades and that's like a quest right or go and pick up some items and drop them at this point or go and kill x y or z or go and you know, do random item. And so it's like a quest that you pick up from outside of the game. You drop into the, it's kind of like Fortnite or whatever. You get a little quest, yep. you drop in, you do the thing. And you know that that's what you want going in. And that, and that's your goal. And then once you do it, you end up getting rewards, you unlock weapons, you uh, get weapons as rewards, which you can then take into the game. And are the weapons um, and items compelling? I mean, is it, is it just like a better machine gun or how does it feel like when you get like, Oh, I got five grenades. Now I'm going to take five grenades into the next match and I'm going to be a, a I mean, ruler. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it does make a difference. It, it does make a difference if you have a better weapon and yeah. the weapons in this game. And so unlike other types of games like this, like Call of Duty Battle Royale, like you're finding weapons and you're finding attachments and you're sticking them on. And you're making yeah. your gun better. Yeah, yeah. And there's like high different tiers of guns in this mode. Like you find a gun and that's it. So there are chests all over the map. There's a, a, a train that drives around the map on like a set course. And if you get on the train, it's got a bunch of loot on it. So people are always kind of gunning for the train, loot train. trying to get the loot off of that. Um, the bullet train, right? <laughs> the bullet train. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a it's a pretty cool. I mean, according to Activision, they've been spending they've been working on this mode for a very 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 long time. Right. And when it comes to this genre of games, and I'm going to include Hunt Showdown in this, but Hunt Showdown, Marauders, Escape from Tarkov, they all um, have their own level of jankiness to them especially the ones that are in early access right um and they have their own you know level of hardcore and their own whatever and, yeah, and yeah. this game this game feels i mean it's got the call of duty polish right but it's one of those style of games which makes it incredibly attractive to people who like that style of game because yeah. it is incredibly well done um it's very fun to play and ultimately anything you do and in all of Call of Duty, so whether you're playing the standard, you know, deathmatch multiplayer, whether you're playing uh, battle royale, whatever it's called, Warzone, or whether you're playing this DMZ mode, all of it goes to feed your battle pass, your overall account level. So everything you do in the game doesn't matter which mode goes towards your overall. So, so is, is is this part of, of the Warzone? Is it like a separate mode in Warzone? And War and Warzone is its own standalone free to play thing, right? And then this yeah, is part Warzone of that. and this are both free to play. So right. Warzone and this are both free. The only thing you do have to buy Call of Duty if you want to play the campaign or play the standard multiplayer. But right. Warzone and DMZ. I think are both. both. Yeah, I think they free. both sound more interesting than the standard multiplayer. I wonder, I wonder what the spread of players is like. I wonder what people gravitate toward. What do you uh, I don't know. I, I I haven't tried out the new Warzone at all um, because the DMZ just is more compelling to me yeah. just because of the, the gameplay. Like, there's just more to do. Like the AI is um, actually very, very good. Hmm. And so there's times where you'll just get your ass kicked by AI. Right. Uh, or you'll come up across some harder AI guys. There's bosses in the in the game. They're actually adding raids to the game 
uh, where there's like there's gonna be these co-op encounters or these missions where you have to go in with a group of people and, and mm. take them out. So they're actually doing quite a bit to the standard Call of Duty formula, even outside of the Warzone, which is now brought over into this. And so I believe that the map I haven't played Warzone in this in this game yet, but I believe the Warzone and the DMZ maps are the same. And a lot of the areas are based off of standard multiplayer maps from the regular multiplayer. So if you play multiplayer deathmatch or whatever, you're going to recognize locations and layouts and things like that um, in the DMZ map. So this is the same thing that they did with um, Last Warzone. The last big Warzone map was right, the same right, type right. of situation. So it's it's pretty cool. It is free to play. Uh, one of the big jokes about um, Call of Duty last with Modern Warfare 1 was that the install size was like 200 gigs or something ridiculous. Yeah, I'd really like um, this to be on a streaming service. And it's I don't think it is because it yeah. can't be on Xbox because of PlayStation. It's not on GeForce now because Activision doesn't do that. So I'm going to have yep. to install this somewhere. And I don't really. It, it is that. only 60, 60 gigs. So for the whole thing. Oh, um, so it's not like and I don't know what they did to tune it down from 200 and change down to 60. And that's 60 yeah. installed with the entire campaign because I have the campaign with all of multiplayer and oh. all of Warzone and, and the whole nine yards. So how about that? Um, pretty, uh, pretty optimized compared to the last Modern Warfare game. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, it sounds like so you're anyway, listening to feedback. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's a, it's a it's a unique game mode. Um, and by unique, I mean unique to Call of Duty. But since it is Call of Duty, it's got the Call of Duty polish to it. The gunplay feels great. Um, it seems like they've got a lot of uh, thought put into, you know, how they move people around the map and the risk versus reward and those types. Because it's easy for you. You could just hang out and not look for people or run away from gunfire if you wanted to and engage in the PvE content, find stuff and then extract and you'd be fine. Um but there's just a lot to do. And it's kind of like what a lot of people now are talking about Fortnite, where you get into Fortnite and half the time you're not even trying to fight people. You're just trying to hmm. do things to, you know, progress your quests and to level up your battle pass and stuff like that. So it's very um, kind of akin to that, where there's a lot more to do than just fight. It's more what do you want to do? It's a big sandbox to kind of play around in in the Call of Duty mode. Right. So. Yeah. It's pretty cool, and I, I think that people should check it out. Uh, DMZ, it's out now. It's been out for maybe three weeks. Um, I've put, I put a, a bit of time into it. I only like playing with people that I, I like playing with people that I know. Yeah, sure. And I only like, and I only like playing with people that I know. And um, so I've been playing with my friends, and I don't play it solo. If I want to play Call of Duty, if I want to just you know, click on heads for a while, then I just, I'll, I'll queue up team deathmatch or whatever. Right, and just play right, right. Um, which is all still very good in call of duty. Um, but this mode is something unique and fun and different. And yeah. it's got its hooks in, it hooks in a lot of, a lot of my group of uh, friends that play games and, um, yeah, it's awesome. So I think people should try, check it out. DMZ yeah. call of duty, modern warfare two. It's free on, I think it's on steam. It's also on Battle.net launcher. I would imagine. Oh yeah. Um, so I actually have it on Steam. Is it on console? It's got to be on console too, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's on all the consoles, aside from the Switch. It's on the consoles that matter. It's actually even on the old <laughs> Xbox One. Oh, wow. Um, you can still play it on the old the old gen consoles. So it is um, always all backwards compatible there. The other thing is that it, it is completely cross-play. So you log in, you connect an Activision account, and you're playing with everybody. Yeah. So um, there's always people to play with, and, you know, it's, uh, Very it's nice. good. Very nice. It's a good game. You should uh, you should also, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, get onto the Game Byte Show Discord server and 
you know, ping ping us for a game. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we can get something going uh, just in our little circle of uh, expanded circle of friends on the Game Byte Show Discord. Well, this week okay. I've been playing uh, something brand new on Game Pass this week. In fact, spoiler alert, it's going to be on our on our new releases and, and freebies uh, coming up here in just a bit. But I happen to notice it, and I know that the... Uh, this is, again, another one of those where I know that the soundtrack is uh, imminently to be released on vinyl. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll try this out. Uh, it's called Eastward. And uh, it came out last year, uh, published by Chucklefish... Uh, Chucklefish Games, which... Uh, oh, what do they do? They do they, they've some done, things I know. Yeah, like all kinds of things. They did... Uh, well, originally they did Starbound in like 2016. Uh, more okay, recently they go. did Stardew Valley. Uh, they published the Android... Oh, they published several versions of Stardew Valley. Uh, Time uh -huh. Spinner, um, uh, Risk of Rain they published, I think, once. And I wanted to say that they did... Uh, Wargroove, yeah, Wargroove also, they did Wargroove. So they, they do kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. pixely indie kinds of games. And uh, so it came out last year and every time I see it, for some reason, I think that it's like Wagons East or something like that final John Candy movie before he dies. <laughs> I don't know why, uh, but that's just <laughs> what I see when I think of it. Um, in actuality, Eastward is a... So it's not it's not uh, developed by Chucklefish. It's actually developed by a, a company called Pixpill. And um, it is, I would say, in, in various descriptions of it, I see people saying that it's like an action RPG, but it is not an RPG. Uh, if anything, I would say that it's more akin to an adventure game with light action elements. Um, it, it looks like a kind of modern version of something like maybe, uh, like... I don't know, Chrono Trigger or something like that. The there's no turn-based combat. You you walk around. So you play uh, as a, a kind of a kind of a, a grungy older guy and like a young kind of adopted daughter. So it's kind of got that lone wolf and cub, uh, the Last of Us uh, kind of thing. But it is a 2D top-down. Uh, like I said, adventure game with light action elements. You you play a character of a, a kind of silent protagonist named John, who uh, you you live and in, in the beginning you live in this kind of subterranean, dystopian, post-apocalyptic mole town, uh, where everybody basically digs for stuff. And and in in fact, in the opening anime, they actually have an, an intro anime for the thing that plays before you start the game. Uh, it shows John finding this kind of magical girl in a, I don't know, like a cloning pod or something like that. And then she becomes the daughter. Her name is Sam. And, um, uh, and the game kind of centers around, I would say it centers around episodic, um, sort of discreetly self-contained little episodes as John and Sam uh, kind of traverse the world that is hinted at, that is kind of, uh, you know, shown in vignettes in this opening anime. So there's a train that connects all of these different fantastical worlds together, but you don't know about that at the beginning, right? So that's that's something that you eventually take. The, tra the train is kind of oh, what signals. spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert, there's a train. Uh, that you see in the opening <laughs> anime. Um, but but that's sort of what what forms the bookends for these little episodes. And so you start out, the first adventure is in this molehill underground area where you kind of figure out the conspiracy that the mayor of the mole 
town. And when I say mole, they're all people. They're all like these like uh, consarnate uh, kind of Western, you know, the, the dialogue is all like y'all and, and stuff like that. So you can kind of tell they've kind of got a, a, a dialect. Uh, but it's these these diggers who are like kind of vaguely aware that there's a world above, but they, you know, but maybe it's a myth and nobody talks about it because it makes the authorities angry. Um, and you... You basically uh, play principally as John, but eventually you unlock the ability to kind of switch back and forth between these characters. And Sam is kind of like a psychic character. And, and so far, every episode that you play, you kind of unlock maybe a new ability for each character, for each person. But that's the that's the, m mainly the thing that, that stays. What it really feels like, it honestly feels like the, the game version of something like... Um, the Walking Dead TV show, where uh, each episode or maybe each season is like, well, now uh, this, the you know, the governor is like the big bad guy or or Negan or whatever. But but the, but even though the story carries from season to season, they kind of are aware of the past, but it doesn't really carry over like that. You don't go back; you only go forward. And, and the game is just very narrative in that way. Uh, it's actually very narrative because one of the reasons that I think it most resembles an adventure game is not because you're managing a lot of inventory, but because there's just a lot of storytelling. And I guess that's mm. not unique to adventure games. I guess you could say RPGs have that, but um, it, it's, it's a lot of... Honestly, it's almost too much dialogue. Um, sometimes uh, the characters, and they use a lot of little scripting things, like sometimes characters will walk off in front of you and you can follow them. Sometimes the, the screen will fade out, then the character's gone and you can go find them later. Uh, sometimes the dialogue is something that you have to press buttons to explicitly get through, but sometimes there's like little like barks from different people, like yay, 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 around. And and it, it, th so they're using a bunch of different storytelling techniques, but it, it definitely revolves around the world that they're building and the story that they want to tell you. Uh, there is a light inventory system, which is mostly like healing items, uh, maybe ammunition. Um, the, the main weapon that you have is John has a frying pan and he uses it to not only beat enemies, but also at the ends of little segments, you can also find a little cooking stove. And one of the things you can pick up are ingredients to cook things. So there's like this cooking system that you can do, finding, you know, mushrooms and bacon and, and stuff around the world. Um, and then those, when you, when you cook them, you can also do a little, um, uh, kind of like a little casino gambling, one arm bandit thing, a little, uh, what do they call that? A, a slot machine kind of thing. And uh -huh. if you get a good slot machine, then the, the, the healing item heals better or gives you like overhealing or, or defense for some certain period of time or, or whatever, like it'll do different little special things. Um, and the, the game is, I would say aesthetically looks really good. It looks really good. The music sounds really good. It's kind of cute. Again, it reminds me of Chrono Trigger, not only in the look, even though it's not that pixely, it's not like a, a an old school SNES, but it just kind of feels like it is. Uh, and mm -hmm. the music also similarly is kind of just very, um, like, you know, the town music is kind of hummable. The, the, uh, you know, the character music is kind of like, well, this guy's definitely the bad guy. And this dude's definitely like the goofy comic relief and, and so on and so forth. And, um, and, and then they just kind of lead you through this story. There's a, uh, a pretty easy to follow map system. Like it'll always tell you what your objective is and actually where to go get it. There is a very a generous, uh, fast travel system. So you don't have to traverse anything that you don't want to, if you've already been there. 
Um, the characters are kind of rote. Uh, you know, John again is a silent protagonist. Uh, Sam is kind of like this cute little, like she talks for the both, both of them. And, and she's like, uh, you know, she'll, she'll do a little bit of Greek chorus like, Oh, John, like da, 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 da. But it's kind of cutely written. It's just, there's kind of a lot of extra dialogue. And, and in some of the, you know, in some of the episodes, there may be like a cute love story. And is it gonna, is it gonna come to fruition? Uh, no spoilers there. It doesn't because you, the game keeps going. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it it it's uh, you know the environments that you move from episode to episode are are really different and kind of unique. Uh, and it's not just a real world post apocalyptic setting. It's kind of fantastical. Again, there's kind of it, it reminds me a little bit. Did you ever see the show uh, Into the Badlands, which was sort of like a kung fu uh, with kind no. of some light supernatural like superpowers kind of thing? It kind Kind of reminds me of that. Uh, the enemies that you fight are like slugs and, you know, mushroom things and, you know, credible. There's a lot of mushrooms. It kind of does look a lot like The Last of Us. Um, you eventually do get into like some zombies and stuff like that. Again, spoilers, I guess. Uh, but just generally adequately conceived all around. The, the combat is really easy. There's nothing to, you know, I mentioned you can switch back and forth between John and Sam. Uh, they want you to use her like psychic abilities, but they don't generally, you don't have to, you can just kind of go and hit things with the pan. Uh, there, there are some situations where it helps to, you know, bubble a bad guy and kind of incapacitate him and then beat him with the, the, the uh, frying pan or, or you get guns eventually. Uh, but you don't really have to worry too much about the combat. There are there are light puzzles also, especially when you split the team up and, you know, turn off steam vents and push boxes and things to let the other one through, that sort of thing. But nothing too mm -hmm. taxing. Uh, and, and generally what it kind of feels like to me is these are the kinds of games that people our age played on the Super Nintendo, m mostly I think of the Super Nintendo, but they don't make a lot like that these days. So for somebody who has already played stuff like this, it might not be super impressive. It might be sort of like, oh, quaint and kind of cute. Um, not enough to like really steal my heart, not enough. Humor does the story to... drive it hard enough to make it I think it does. I think it does. It does. It's actually pretty good. The only downside is there's just sometimes more like I'm just I just noticed that I'm constantly hitting the button to progress through dialogue, you know, um, but it's not a deal breaker. Uh, and and generally the dialogue is well written. There's just a lot of it. Um, and it's just I just find myself having to just hit the button a lot to get through stuff. But mm -hmm. uh, all of the little scripted things, you know, you'll, you'll recognize it from those SNES days, you know, uh, characters kind of walk up and they talk and pace back and forth and and, uh, you know, they'll express they'll emote with surprise and things like that. Um, and then there are eventually boss battles and things, and those are also kind of, you know, formulaic bosses and stuff, but not in the bad way, just in the way that, you know, hit these three switches to make the boss vulnerable for a minute, then go hit him a whole bunch until the thing repeats again. Um, so I would say it's a little bit more, a little bit more for people who are not already jaded on that kind of game. Uh, so teenagers maybe, uh, or, 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 you know, younger kids even, um, or if you just kind of have a sense of whimsy and you're kind of interested in that, uh, uh, style of game. Um, but overall, overall, not bad. Um, and it's actually, I've, I've seen the, like the, how long to beat, uh, kind of, I haven't looked at the actual website, but it's like 20 to 30 hours. So it's quite, oh, wow. quite significant. 
Um, and you think that would kind of drag a little bit, given I, the style? I, of I wonder a little bit, but again, the 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 episodic nature of it means that you're playing a couple of hours and then you're on to a new scenario or a new setting and the and the narrative has progressed by the time you get to the end of it so if you enjoy the storytelling and again it's like it really reminds me of the walking dead and there are some people who fell off of that cuz it's like okay there's here's a new bad guy there's more zombies oh no they left something back there they've got to go back into the zombie herd you know, whatever. Yeah, so it's just like the comic books. Like. Yeah, right, right. So the, and people fell off of that. So here is kind of the same thing. We're going to a new place. But but again, the environments are sufficiently different each time. And and the characters really are. You do kind of invest in them a little bit. They pick up some new people as the as the story goes on. Um, some people are, are lost, uh, you know, and drop off. Um, and it's generally pretty well told. Uh, I just kind of wish it were sometimes told with fewer dialogue boxes. Um, and then again, there's the, you know, the combat isn't too complicated. So, you know, if, if that's the kind of thing that keeps you as a, as a really robust combat system, this does not have that. So it really does kind of live or die based on the narrative, including the presentation, the environments and the music. And, uh, I think it, I think it holds up. I think it does all right. And again, this is uh, brand new this week on game pass. So, you know, you can try it for a little bit, kind of see what I'm talking or, or watch a video, you know, uh, take a look at it, see what it looks like and plays like. And if it's something that interests you, um, I think it's worth at least checking out, if, especially if you enjoyed those kinds of, um, again, on old systems, it was, they probably were, I mean, like Earthbound or, or again, Chrono, it kind of reminds me of, and if those are something that you have enjoyed in the past, I think this is enough to keep your interest. So uh, that cool. is Eastbound. It is not based on anything by John Candy. Uh, mm. More is the pity. I uh, Dark Tide is out on, on game pass as well oh yeah that's true and i know i was uh, kind of uh i think i'm gonna wait until jared is around to chat about that game but, yeah uh, that came so far pretty pretty seems pretty awesome really seems does it does it have awesome. a cross-platform play do you know i mean is that something that... i don't think so it doesn't even have cross-platform play on pc like meaning that steam can't play with game pass people oh which oh. is kind of bad. Well, Game Pass PC is sort of its own weird thing. I've seen situations where that thing doesn't. But I wonder if, if, if it's on like Epic Games. I mean, Store Battlefield 2042. But I guess that's an EA play game or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like whenever I'm on Game Pass PC, I just sort of feel the isolation. Unless you're playing with an Xbox person and it's like PC to console. Other than yeah, that, yeah, I feel yeah. like you're sort of in your own little... I don't think Dark Tide's on console, though. I think it's only on PC, right? Is Dark yeah, I just, I just think that the Xbox for PC thing just tends to not have that connectivity. So I, so I don't know. It might, it might be that it it is coming to Xbox series X. Anyway, that, that game is very good. I might try it out. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, does it have stream? Does it have streaming? I bet it probably does. Uh, if it's on On Xbox game pass, it probably does. It does not. Maybe because I have it. Maybe because I haven't installed it, I can't even see the option. Oh yeah, that might do it. I don't think the um, PC app streams at all, actually, unless they've changed it recently. Oh yeah, XCloud only streams the console games, right? Yeah. It doesn't they, stream they, the actual. They PC might versions. update that sometime. But so when they add the uh, the Xbox Series X version comes out, I bet it'll be streamable on XCloud. Then right? I'm in. I'm all in. Yeah. Anyway, I won't talk about that until Jared's around because I'm sure he's been playing a bit of that game. All right. Vermintide in space. Sounds pretty good. With Not a bad premise. Uh, cool. Well, I've got some uh, new releases here, courtesy of tech-gaming.com. There's only a couple big ones here, but they are fairly big releases. At least uh, games that people were looking for 
forward right. to that we were we were probably all collectively hyped but probably not by hype but not by game by show <laughs> uh, first of all we have the Callisto protocol this is the quote wannabe dead, spiritual dead successor alike. to dead space yeah yep yeah. yep yeah, yeah. um space horror blah 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 it's getting middling reviews which i've seen uh jeremy's heard some good chatter about it yeah but, they've uh, also had like a thing with the added content where there's like a, a a season pass or something that adds more death animations and people are like you should get that stuff and so i've seen there's a little bit of what yeah that, little, little that seems dumb griping on that um also marvel's midnight suns is out so i believe this is like a XCOM style turn-based strategy game yeah. in the marvel universe i'm pretty hype but not buy on this one <laughs> also hype but not buy yeah um, we have a couple new Destiny guns that are coming out um, to a Destiny 2 install near you. First nice. of all, Witch on the Holy Night. That definitely has um, that, uh, you know, it, knights. It's, and... it's, it's coming with their um, Christmas update, right? Um, and the Witch Queen is Witch definitely doing Holy her damn Night. thing. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, Witch on the Holy Night. Also, Other Side. Other Side. Other Side. Yeah, with a C I D E, other side like kill. Seems like uh, seems like side. a sniper rifle. Yeah, probably. And also, uh, the lover pretend is coming to Destiny. Um, I believe next February. That's if I'm a not mistaken. sidearm with a little heart charm on it. Yep, yeah, little heart dangling. <laughs> Stupid charms. We need nice. something else. This other cosmetic thing to sell. Um, Re- real, real marines. Guns. The real green berets. <laughs> They have little charms on their Charms things. and stickers that you put on your guns that you can't even look at because you're too busy shooting stuff with them. Uh, anyway, and uh, there's a bunch of some deals and other freebies here we have going on. Uh, Marvel's Avengers. Yes, that. They finally got the Winter Soldier as a playable character. Uh, they That was announced a couple of years ago. It's, it's now out, so... I don't know. Play that. He's kind of just that, like a dude with a gun. Like I, I watched some some people playing this, and I'm like, well, dude with gun with metal arm. Yeah, kind of like he might just be uh, sort of a lame character. Actually, I don't know. Probably Marvel Avengers is on uh, Sony PlayStation Plus, I believe. Yeah, and I I liked it. Again, I would sort of recommend trying it out, but that's me. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, other games coming to the Xbox Game Pass this month. A Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. That's out right now. Mm. So play another Lego game. Why not? Yep. Uh, we have uh, The Walking Dead. The final season came out. That's already available now. Uh, Metal Hellsinger, which is, has been available on PC, is coming to the consoles, which is great. Uh, a couple of new other ones here. Hello Neighbor 2, if you're into that. I think Jeremy's not. I tried that. that first one. It sucked. It was bad. Maybe the second one's... Maybe maybe they fixed everything that was wrong with the first one. I don't know. Uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite, which would be a fantastic Game Pass game because I I, th- I think that game is very good. It's just I don't think it was played a lot. And Well, um, you've anyway. got about 10 days to play it because that bottom part is the list of stuff leaving, actually. Oh, so. shoot. Never mind. I missed that. So that's that's leaving. A Dragon Pass. Quest Nine also leaving, which is kind of a... That's, kind of that's a kind of, that kind of sucks a lot. Yeah. Firewatch also leaving. Uh, that's a quick playthrough if you want to play through Firewatch. That's a very it's good, a good game. one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Uh, and also Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour is leaving, so I'm kind of pissed off about that. You know, I was really really getting into that. I don't really want to shell out even the discounted rate to pick up Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour. I you know? know. So I'm just sad to see that Nobody's one out there buying golf games. Sorry, golf games. Yeah, uh, some games to the games with gold, which I still to this day have never claimed ever. Really? Even though I claim I claim all the PS PlayStation ones. Uh, there's a game called uh, Colt Canyon, which has been out for a while. Um, and it's a, a sort couple of years ago. top down competitive 
or not competitive, but kind of a shooter that's like, it looks a little bit like Hotline Miami, but in the Old West, kind of, a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, also, Bladed Fury is coming uh, as well. That's a came out in 2018. It's been around for a while, but uh, go check that. It's a, side it's a kind Chinese side-scroller, yeah, chop-chop yeah. game. Uh, and finally, uh, they're giving away a free Steam Deck during the Game Awards, one every minute. So wow. tune into that. I think that uh, Game Awards are, if you're listening to this on YouTube, well, you may have seen this before. If you're listening to this on the podcast, Game Awards are over. Is it this, um, is it this Wednesday? I think it's the 8th. Eight. So that would be Thursday. 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 Uh, anyway, they're giving away a Steam Deck so you can register to win one of those. So um, nice. Do you have to watch? Do you have to be present search. to win? I I don't know. How, yeah, call in. Yeah. Here's a special number with a special code. Hideo Kojima is <laughs> operating the switchboard. Prove to hey, remember I had I had a game by show prediction uh, for the Game Awards. I'm going to bring it up right now. Okay. The new Hideo Kojima game is going to be announced at the Game Awards. I bet they'll tease something, but they, I don't. Th- I think it'll it'll be short of an announcement. They'll just show some sort of like teaser trailer, and it'll be it'll be given enough. They'll be given a project name. No, it'll be a project name. It'll be like they'll do a thing where they make some dumb joke out of his name or something. It'll be you know three, that's four, five. That's worth, worth half a point. That's still worth points. Worth half worth points. Still worth points. All right. Well, in the news this week, uh, Xbox, Microsoft has announced that uh, beginning next year, this coming year, so like a month from now, uh, they will get on board with everybody else selling new games at the $70 current gen price point. Uh, That includes uh, all of the things from their newly acquired studios. Starfield is probably going to be uh, uh, you know, 70 bucks. Uh, Unless you pre-ordered it already, right? Right, right. Uh, Or you get it on Game Pass, in which case you pay (laughs) Just your Game Pass subscription. Uh, yeah. Redfall by Arcane Studios and uh, the Mo- Forza Motorsport reboot. Oh, yeah, Redfall, that vampire, that weird vampire. Yeah, game, right? that'll be cool. Okay. That'll be cool for $70. I thought it was, thought it was Red Wall starring uh, Martin the Warrior. Oh, yeah, the little mouse. That'd be cool. Uh, that'd so be cool. here's the question. Is this going to make us more hype but not buy on games just in general? Uh, I'm going to hype and keep buying Game Pass. How about that? Yeah, there's that too. Uh, but yeah. only the discount Game Pass, though. Like full price Game Pass is still kind of a lot. I tend to kind of agree with that. It's 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 better it's better than buying each game. However, however, I will say my kids have been playing a lot of a decent amount of different Game Pass things recently, and PlayStation Plus games for that matter. So I I honestly think that's mostly what we all play too, just because it's easy to like browse through the list and just like find something I, new. I, I think and and just I, I want to bring this up just briefly, but I think the Game Pass has ruined something about gaming in general that. A game comes out like Callisto Protocol, mm-hmm. and my first thought is, "Oh, Why is it, it on Game Pass? Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, it's not on Game Pass. Well, I'm hyped, but not buy. Uh, yeah. But if it was on Game Pass, I would totally install it and at least check it out. And hyped maybe I'd even play, play the whole thing. But is it worth sixty dollars or even seventy dollars at this point? Mm, nah. Yeah. But if it was on Game Pass, you know, do you remember ten years ago we were already talking about the sustainability of you know like middle tier games, B tier games, and you know, or double A like AA games as opposed to triple A games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if this is upsetting that apple cart even more. Oh, just, 100%. just like in general, if if it's making things less viable it's almost like you expect it if it's that middle tier of a game that it should be on like some it better launch on game pass otherwise it should be on game pass or it should be on i mean playstation plus i don't even know what's going on over there yeah and, and quite honestly it's not even it's never in our 
release list either like yeah. we never bring it up here yeah but they, i'm sure they're adding stuff all the time right they, are they, are they? Like, uh yeah monthly they do but the, but the thing about the thing that really bothers me about playstation is they've just got those different tiers that make it really difficult to i mean i know what i go to look at but you know the, the best i can do is just every once in a while just browse the whole list well they have one tier that really matters the middle tier is what matters and nothing else does yeah i mean they one thing about the high tier is that you can stream which you can't do with the others but oh eh. that's true but if you have a, but if you but if you're streaming, you probably have a PlayStation. Are you streaming on PC? Do people do that? I do. I don't know. I, I don't know. Not not the PlayStation uh. stuff, though. But anyway, so uh, other publishers that are already doing this include Ubisoft, uh, Take-Two Interactive, and Sony is already doing this. So if you were, if you were like me, are hype but not buy on God of War Ragnarok, I don't know if that was a $70 game, but I guess according to this, it is. So I, I guess I'm, I've been sort of hype but not buy on that, too. I'd like to play it before the end of the year, but I don't know. I, um, I think I am getting it for Christmas. Really? I, no. I thought about it. The other thing, though, is I really want to... I don't know. I guess I guess there's Christmas break. We'll, we'll see what happens. I've got like a hot week where I can, you know, maybe fiddle around with stuff that I wouldn't wouldn't normally have purchased. But uh, yeah, so... And actually, Midnight Suns is kind of on my hype but not buy. Like I'm... You know, I guess we said that already. Hype but not buy on that. Anyway, yeah. so just be aware. Costs are going up. Stuff is more expensive. And yet also encouraging you not to buy expensive things somehow also encouraging you to just sign up for game pass yeah right exactly <laughs> that's, right that's what it's doing exactly right. suddenly uh, that uh two two seventy dollar games turns into three year years of, of game pass yeah. if you use the trick if right? you, yeah if the trick still exists i hope i hope the trick continues to exist i got seven more days on my current subscription i've uh, got three years but i i did it i did the trick i gotta i gotta i gotta find though because <laughs> i've seen that the i, I don't know it, like it seems like they might be cutting it off at some point but anyway we'll see we'll hopefully see. they cut it off in about four years three yeah. and a half years three and a half. i resubscribe <laughs> i re-up one more give, time give me another yeah another for hit. the xbox series x2 xbox well, series x x360 yeah that's, oh, that's when i'm uh, that's absolutely what they're calling it and it's so dumb they better call it the xbox series x360 i'm gonna be mad <laughs> <laughs> xbox, xbox series xbox 360 60 uh, well, this week, several studios QA testers, uh, particularly interestingly associated with uh, organizations, entities uh, falling under the whole, uh, is Microsoft a monopoly area, uh, voting to unionize, particularly QA testers, which I find kind of interesting that the QA people are the ones uh, that are. That Let are me tell you why, because QA testing sucks ass. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, I, from what <laughs> I understand, it all does, though, is the thing. But I guess the QA guys are the ones who, you know, have enough extra time. That's to... probably the worst job at, at a video game company. I'm a, I mean, you play a broken ass game for. Over and over again. It's like over being... and over and over. Hey, we fixed this bug. Go and try to recreate it again. OK, it's like then you spend four hours playing the same section over yeah. and over and over again, trying to like, recreate the bug that supposedly is now fixed. And then you finally sign off on it. Then the game releases and it's buggy anyways. And people are mad. And I mean, what it's a true. what a crappy job. And I know that people are into that. And I have QA people that work for me, not on video game software. And I know that. Like, I don't know how they do it, man. Like, it's yeah. just, <laughs> well, I, it I is, can understand uh, why they want to unionize because they want better, you know, they want, they want it better. Yeah, sure, themselves. sure. Well, uh, QA testers, both at Blizzard and also at ZeniMax. So Blizzard, of course, part of the Activision Blizzard entity that Microsoft wants to purchase and then ZeniMax, which Microsoft owns. And the reason I keep bringing that up is that it's interesting because currently Microsoft is under a ton of scrutiny right now by regulatory bodies uh, to decide whether they are a monopoly. 
And so if you are crushing your, you know, employees efforts to get like a better, you know, better working situation, uh, that doesn't look so good on your, are you a monopoly bingo card? I guess that, you know, could, could be enough to sway the, so, so I actually think it's pretty smart of them to be, to be doing this right now. Uh, the only other QA uh, team that I believe has successfully done this is Raven Software, which is also part of, uh, Activision Blizzard. They're part of the Call of Duty, uh, greater family of studios. Uh, so that is kind of interesting. These, some of these votes are still ongoing, uh, but probably in the next couple of weeks, we will hear that you know, more than likely that they have, you know, voted to do that. But I just found the the timing kind of interesting and kind of slightly, you know, foxy and genius. Uh, but um, it, it, time t will tell uh, whether this becomes something outside of the immediate concerns of, you know, Phil Spencer and and his uh, his designs, I guess. So uh, kind of interesting going on there. Uh, other than that, not much going on in the big boy news. So we're going to kick it off with our news speed run to wrap things up. Start that music. Uh, Fortnite, which I played exactly one round of Fortnite today uh, with my son. He mm -hmm. begged me to play with him because the new season is out. Fortnite Chapter 4 is out. Uh, there's a whole new map. Geralt's in it. The Doom guy's in it. Nice. And uh, apparently, uh, it, the game looks pretty good. I think it's got like ray tracing. And stuff I, yeah, I've heard now. the graphics now are like because it used to be for you know years the cartoony kind of look, but I guess it's better. I mean, than it's that still cartoony, but it's just got better shaders and ray tracing and ambient occlusion and, and stuff like that. So the engine is getting better as you would expect. But go ahead and do yourself a favor and look up some comparison screenshots of old old original Fortnite compared to what it looks like today, and it's pretty pretty different nice. <laughs> and by different i mean just way better you know it's like it's like comparing uh there's other games that have done this over the years old minecraft like, with new minecraft i mean if you think about it fortnite was a xbox one game xbox 360 i want to say they were playing it on the 360 were they when it originally was announced? i feel like it was a late 360 game i could Let, let's I, I would compare it to world of warcraft world of warcraft classic compared to world of warcraft right. today right. even world of warcraft six years ago the right. world of warcraft today is very very different so right anyway uh fuser which is the harmonics kind of dj mixing card game it's kind of like drop mix but software only uh will go offline and be removed from sale in two weeks uh, I guess that is the draw yeah, that is the drawback of stuff like this where there's like licensing from real musicians. And oh, that's a things. bummer. It's a real bummer. Uh, I think the DLC might still be available to purchase. I'm not clear on that, but the game itself, I guess, will uh, will go away in about two weeks. So if you haven't, oh. uh, it's cool. Uh, I think I complained about some, it might be personal issues, but timing issues, getting like the beats to work quite right, but uh, uh, it's a decent game. And if you haven't played either that or... Uh, uh, drop mix, uh, just kind of a really cool little idea for a music game. Yeah, uh, The Last of Us TV series, which I think is coming out in January. Yeah, next Does that month. That sound I right? Yeah, I think so. Um, they had a new trailer that came out, and they used the uh, song "Take on Me" by Aha. Um, and well, it's, it's bad. Really good. I don't like it. I think it's terrible. I think you know, ever since the Mad World, uh, you know, <laughs> I, like it's that this might take it off that top spot like it's actually really bad and i the don't mad know, maybe... world trailer was actually a pretty good trailer <sighs> yeah i don't know it was just like 
It didn't really make any sense, though. He's, like, shooting aliens and stuff, and it's all black and white, and it's like, we're actually sad about this. I'm so sad. I liked it. I liked that trailer. Uh, it was fine. No, it wasn't fine. I didn't like it. Uh, GameStop laying <laughs> off a bunch of staff during the busy holiday season amid their earnings report that will come this week. Uh, spoiler alert, earnings report, probably not great. Uh, GameStop, of course, most recently embroiled in that whole, like, weird Reddit day trading thing. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think this is the third round of layoffs that GameStop is doing at their corporate offices this year. And uh, even though its share price is up over 500% from where it was before the whole, you know, weird stock inflation thing. But not good enough. Uh, there's a game called Pal World, um, which is basically like better graphics Pokemon, like not on a Nintendo system Pokemon uh, with guns. Yeah. I, <laughs> so <this> is... <laughs> uh, you fight alongside your Pokemon against monsters and you shoot them with guns. Yeah, like rocket launchers and everything. Like you can fly on your bird Pokemon or whatever and just like shoot rockets down on people. I think this is the edgy, mature Pokemon that I've wanted since the late 90s. It's it looks, it looks kind of it looks kind of cool. Looks I'm, cool. I'm pretty hyped, but not buy on it. Uh, but if somebody else buys, I'm, I'm it, hype but play on Game Pass. Hype but play on Game Pass. If this, if if someone else wants to play, because there was another game like Temtem that was another sort of Pokemon thing, and it was better than the you know the Pokemon Violet and Scarlet and whatever that was all super buggy. If someone else out there listening to this wants to play a Pokemon style game, I will go in on this with you and play it multiplayer, either Temtem or Pal World. I just like the idea of shooting Pokemon with machine guns. There is a, um, a, a phenomenon going on on the internet where if you search is, you pick a game. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. On Game Pass? Power World. Uh -huh. On Game Pass. There's clickbaity articles oh, no. on specific websites where the whole point of the article is to say, well, this game is not coming to Game Pass. And there's a whole, <laughs> here's bunch, a whole bunch of, of ads. Here's a bunch of information about this game. And at the very end of the article, it will say, it's not coming to Game Pass, though. It might in the future, but the developer has not confirmed anything. I feel like AI are making those. Like some, some like dude is I, probably queuing uh, Probably. Yeah. Is Pal World coming to Game Pass? Shows up in my uh, results. Uh, let's see. Oh, they have added Xbox Series Xbox One. Um, is it coming to Game Pass? Ooh. The developer has not said. Developer has not said. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Not well, available. speaking of back. speaking of social engineering and video games, Sonic the Hedgehog fans are pushing for a Sonic sweep, uh, quote unquote, in the player's voice category for the Game Awards. Uh, and it's actually, it may look like it's happening. Sonic is going to sweep this one category because of all the uh, adult. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog lifelong fans. Uh, but actually, it's it's winning against competition like Genshin Impact, which also has its own kind of weird little cohort of, of people who are probably more into it than they should be. Elden Ring, it's coming out over the top of Elden, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, uh, mm. and Stray, which is uh, tailing this with uh, 2% of the overall there's no, vote. There's no voice in Stray. Cat meows? Well, it's no the robots. It's, it's the, like the player's choice. So it's player's voice because the players get to oh. choose. You get to use your voice and tell people that you have a Sonic the Hedgehog body pillow. Is uh, there a way to see which games are winning the Game Award categories? Uh, probably. I mean, at least the ones that are that are votable. I mean, there's a there's a the game the, the game. I think the URL is Jeff Keeley's The Game Awards presented by Jeff Keeley and Hideo Kojima .com. <laughs> um, it's probably the website. How, how do you spell Jeff, though? Uh, G-E-O-F-F. -F. 
Oh, so Geff. Got yeah, it. Geff. 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 <laughs> Geff Keg. Geff Keegley. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog may make an appearance at the Game Awards, unfortunately. I've heard it's uh, a good the game. Witcher, the Witcher 1 remake, guys, is going to be an open world game, according to CD Projekt Red. I believe it's going to be built on... The same engine that the new Witcher 4 is being built on? Oh, I was so, going to hope they built um, it on the Cyberpunk engine. I, I want to see that thing just buggy as I'll get out. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. nah. No. I mean, I, I bet this, I, Cyberpunk's probably built on the Witcher 3 engine, which is probably Oh, really? Nice. Was it that I, bad? I, I, I have no idea. That bad? Witcher 3's not bad. Oh. Witcher 3 had a new... Uh, well, no, but Cyberpunk was like out, buggy right? for a whole that? year, like a year and a half. Oh, for a whole two years. That game's been yeah. out for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So Time flies when you're not playing Cyberpunk. You that's know I mean? true. I, you know, I ended up being pretty hyped, but not by on Cyberpunk. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 is going to be rated M due to scenes what? that include torture, sexual content both shown and discussed, and hate crimes. <laughs> hate crimes? Apparently. Oh, Overwatch has hate crimes, too, against robots. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The, the robots... Uh, it wasn't rated M, though. No, it was not. Uh, that's interesting. That's, uh, that's, that's a first a, for the Final Fantasy That's new for series. Final Fantasy. That's right. Yeah, well, I mean, we're going for that gritty realism, it's I guess. Time. It's time. Uh, so, players on the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a football, American football team. Philadelphia Eagles. Um, apparently, they all get in on GTA Online, and they role-play with each other. So... It's, does that make it cool um, now? Like, what do we think about this? Is that is that a... Well, that listen, a, everyone always jokes about how fi fantasy football has always been like D&D or, you know, D&D right. for for nerd, for not nerds, I guess, for... <laughs> I don't know. That weird thing that gamers think is weird, like fantasy football. Like, what what you, what is going on? But, so this just confirms football, NFL football players are just bulky nerds in tight pants. I, I think that... I mean, gaming is so prevalent in general nowadays. Like the fact that these twenty mid twenty year old dudes aren't playing video games is just insane. Yeah, like, of but, course they're but video games. Grand Theft Auto Online role playing servers, though, you know, like I'm gonna get in the taxi and drive someone around. That's just not what you'd think. I mean, okay, I, uh, Call of Duty is probably what you would think. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to. The dude bros only anybody. play Call of Duty. Right? Is Sorry. That I mean, yeah. I, that's how it is. That's, you know, you, you think it don't be that way, but that's how it be. Yeah. Guys, that is going to do it for this speed run news. It's going to do it for this episode of your Game Bite Show podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. LeGrand Jolly, thank you for being with us all the way to the end tonight. Oh, you are welcome, sir. And uh, if, guys, if you have anything that you want to tell us about news that we have overlooked, news that we have commentated poorly on, video games that you're playing, video games that we're playing, uh, find us on social media. We are on Twitter. You can let us know all about that at Game Bite Show on Twitter collectively. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. Our two absent co-hosts for this evening, uh, Dale Jones is at Count Elmdor. Jared Redeye is at R-E-D underscore I. You can also find us over at uh, YouTube.com slash Show, where we do this thing live, 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 uh, sometimes with bonus content, just like tonight. So if you're listening to this syndicated, go check us out on YouTube and listen to the whole thing again. New Game Plus. Get different endings or different middles or something like that. Uh, you can also find us at GameByteShow.com. There you'll find a back catalog of all of our syndicated podcast episodes. You'll also find a link to our Discord server open invite. Uh, come join us. Maybe you can get a game of Call of Duty going on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Pal World. You know, I don't know. Maybe something like that. All kinds of good stuff there. We'll let you know about freebies, including uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, you'll 
know about the time-sensitive 12 Days of Christmas campaign that No Gravity Games is doing. Uh, get in on that right now, otherwise it's too late. Uh, and just other things that we find around the internet uh, that are free for you, so that you don't have to... You can be hype and get for free. That's... That's the big brain. That's the galaxy brain strategy for video games these days. Uh, and of course, we'll be back to do this again in all of these venues and more at uh, your Game Bite Show podcast. Uh, until then, this has been your show. I want to thank you again for being with us, and we will see you next time. Damn.